Ever wonder how and if the Bible has relevance for today? On this podcast, we provide biblical answers to today's tough questions. Hi friends, I'm Pastor Robert Young. We have 30 plus years of church planting and mentoring other pastors. 30 plus years of training leaders in evangelism and discipleship. Our team of missionaries go into jails, rehabs, parks, street corners, coffee houses, and any place unchurched people gather. We present the true, untainted gospel. We ask questions and give answers as we conduct surveys. We do this so that you can make a true, informed decision about Jesus Christ. And today our question is, what is manifest destiny and Christian nationalism? We will attempt to answer this question next on the podcast. Hi friends and welcome to part three of our series on the Eurocentric depiction of Jesus Christ and all that this encompasses. We are encountering this statement from time to time in the various communities we visit. The statement is, I don't believe in Christianity because it's a white man's religion. This is not a true statement. However, I do understand where it comes from. We've talked about this from part one of this series until now. Now we address two of the foundations of the white Jesus ideology, manifest destiny and its intersection with Christian nationalism. Throughout the centuries, certain ideologies have emerged with fervor, capturing the hearts and minds of believers and distorting the true essence of Christ's teachings. Two such ideologies, manifest destiny and Christian nationalism, have had a profound impact on the way Christianity has been understood and lived out. Manifest Destiny was a belief system that arose in the 19th century, proclaiming America's divine destiny to expand westward, claiming land, resources, and power. This ideology became intertwined with the fabric of American society and its values, inspiring a sense of pride and entitlement and shaping the nation's destiny. However, in the pursuit of Manifest Destiny, we must confess the undeniable truth that atrocities were committed against indigenous peoples whose lands and and rights were trampled upon in the name of progress. Also, Christian nationalism emerged as an ideology asserting that our nation should be founded and governed by Christian principles. This ideology, when used responsibly, can serve as a moral compass guiding us toward justice, compassion, and even righteousness. However, when fused with political power and human zeal, it has throughout history led to the exclusion and marginalization of those whose beliefs and values differed from the prevailing norm, thus distorting the true message of love and grace that Christ embodied. These ideologies have hijacked true Christianity, replacing it with a distorted version that justified oppression, conquest, and exclusion. They have prompted us to to prioritize power and national interest over the foundational truth Christ taught us. The result has been a far cry from the transformative message of the gospel. We must acknowledge the painful truth that throughout history, those who have professed to be followers of Christ have been complicit in perpetuating slavery genocide, and inequality. As we reflect on the noble ideas of manifest destiny and Christian nationalism, 
we cannot ignore, cannot ignore the immense danger and damage caused to individuals, cultures, and nations due to the dehumanization and marginalization that follow in their wake. True Christianity is not a tool for identifying the chosen nation or justifying dominance, but rather an invitation to embrace the radical love God has for humanity. The gospel of Christ calls us to humility, to live as servants, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and to seek justice. Let us remember the words of Jesus who declared, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free. And that's found in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Our Lord's mission was not one of conquest or privilege, but of liberation and redemption. As we examine the teachings of Christ, we must confront the ways in which these ideologies, or rather the application of these ideologies, have distorted his message and used his name to justify oppression. We must acknowledge the pain and suffering caused by actions taken in the name of manifest destiny and Christian nationalism, and we must work to undo the damage. Let us, as true followers of Christ, reject the seductive allure of worldly power and dominance. Let us dismantle the structures of injustice and strive for equality, reconciliation. Let us embrace a Christianity that sees the face of Christ in every human being, that extends love and compassion to all, regardless of race, ethnicity, or belief. May the Holy Spirit guide us as we navigate the complexities of history and faith. May we humbly seek God's forgiveness for the ways in which we have allowed these ideologies to corrupt our understanding of the true gospel. And may we, through prayer and action, strive to reclaim the true essence of Christianity, a faith rooted in love of God and His Son. Now, friends, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, and you've come to the realization that now you know the essence of the true gospel, true Christianity, and what it means, and you realize that Christ said in his word that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of pleasing God, and that you must confess your sins and your wrongdoings before Christ, because he is the one that loved us so much. God is the one that loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for us so that we could be free from this penalty of our sins. And you are ready to receive him now. Then repeat this simple prayer with me. Father, I realize that I am a sinner. However, I repent of my sins. I want to do the things that are pleasing to you. I realize that I can't do those things without you. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, and that he died on the cross and rose again so that I could have a relationship with you. I receive it now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that you would fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost that will empower me to live the righteous life that you're calling for. And I receive him now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, friends, the Bible lets us know that if you've said that with a sincere heart, that 
your name has been written in a book up in heaven called the Lamb's Book of Life. And then when you leave this plane of existence, you're going to go and be with him forever and ever and love him forever. Now, there's one more thing I need you to do. I need you to do some research, do your due diligence and search for a Bible-believing, God-honoring, God-worshiping church in your community. Go to that church. Be a blessing with your presence. Participate. Just grow in your relationship with Christ. And now, friends, if you need further information and or clarification about the topic that we're talking about during the month of August, then do not hesitate to get in contact us with us in the description box below. So until next time, when we talk about revival or revolution, I am your host, Pastor Robert Young, and may God bless you.